You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday final podcast of the week. we got a lot to get to in this one. It's a game day here in New Orleans as the Pelicans are set to take on the Miami Heat. Got a preview of that coming up, a preview of the game on Sunday against the Timberwolves, and Zion Williamson won a pretty major award for himself the other day. Let's talk about that too, and let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So the big news on Tuesday was that Zion was named the NBA's Kia Western Conference Rookie of the Month for the month of February. This is a pretty cool award, and he had a tremendous month uh, during that time. In nine games, he put up 25.7 points per game on 56% shooting from the floor and six rebounds, 2.6 assists, and a steal. He was first in scoring while holding the highest field goal percentage among the top 13 scores. He was the third best rebounding rookie and 10th in steals. All of that really freaking good. We know how good he has been, and it's nice to see him get an award for basically the first full month that he played. On the season, he's averaging, this is as of when, as of Tuesday, so it's a little bit different, but... Um, and actually, let me just pull up those numbers because, again, they are absolutely ridiculous as I uh, am unprepared and getting my, my numbers up in front of me. So on the season, Zion is averaging, here we go, 24 points per game, 6.8 rebounds. He's doing it on 58% field goal uh, shooting percentage, and he's also dishing out 2.2 assists. If you look up guys who have scored and played like that, there really isn't anyone else other than Shaq who did it in his second season, not even his rookie year. That's the comp. Those are the numbers, basically. The only per- other person to kind of have this season is Shaquille O'Neal. And he did it the season after that as well. That's how good Zion is that the only comp is Shaq. So I've said he's not doing unprecedented things out there because other people have done him before. Those other people just happen to be Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan, um, Blake Griffin, if you're talking the point scoring streak of 20 plus points per game, which he's on right now, and a number of other greats, all time greats. That's how he's getting off to the start of his career. I know the the debate the other two days has really been, would you start a team with Luka or Zion? And I don't think you have like a wrong answer to that question, to be honest. But Luka's played 122, 123 games in the NBA. Zion has played 17. I don't know if it's even a fair thing to ask right now. Let's evaluate Zion after, you know, a season and a half. Luka's got a big jump on him. Luka is amazing. Really, really great, fun player to watch. But you can't compare the two right now because... Zion has only played 17 games in the NBA. He's also two years younger, if that matters to you. And they're both going to be excellent. I will say, though, I think the only player in the league that a team wouldn't trade straight up for Zion might be Luka. If the Pels, for some reason, called the Mavs and go, we'll give you Zion for Luka, you guys want to make a trade here, Mavs say no. 
If you offer Zion to anyone, any other team in the league for any one player, they probably say yes. I can't think of one that would say like, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, you could probably debate me on this, which we don't need to get into, but that's how good he has been in seeing him win Rookie of the Month, and there's a good chance he's just going to sweep Rookie of the Month the rest of the season. Is a you know, It's a very realistic thing. He's probably going to win it for March, probably going to win it for April as well. And so you're seeing how well he is playing. He's joining some other guys in New Orleans, fifth player in franchise history to earn Rookie of the Month. J.R. Smith won it in the 0405 season three times. Chris Paul won it in 0506 six times. Darren Collison won it in 09. Uh, in 2010 season, and then Buddy Heald won it in 2016-2017. So some pretty good company in there, and Chris Paul and Buddy Heald. Less good company in J.R. Smith and Darren Collison's okay. Though Darren Collison that year was really, really good as a rookie. Uh, alongside what was, uh, uh, Marcus Thornton as well out of LSU there, and Collison out of UCLA, teammate of Drew Holiday. And Collison had a 26 game, I think it was against the Warriors that season, before the Warriors became who they are. So cool company to be in. It's nice that he's getting the recognition around the league. You know, if you put on any of the like kind of talking head shows, they're leading with Zion right now. Fanatics put out some data saying that Zion has increased their month over month sales basically by 120, 175% increase because he's back and people are so excited about him and want to buy Zion merchandise. They even want to buy his Duke stuff too, which is whole other can of worms there but Zion is the real thing in getting recognized around the league as well as Luca and I think again Luca is the only guy that wouldn't be traded for him straight up but it's cool to see it's nice to see positive stuff about Zion and you know the narrative is not is he fat is he out of shape certain people ask me that all the time he's not um he might just need to be conditioned a little bit more and he kind of said after the Mavs game that yeah I was a little winded and then he kind of locked in and kind of put it aside and went all out and that was a good thing He's going to be fine. The league has taken notice. The world has taken notice. It's pretty cool that this dude plays here in New Orleans. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. The only thing here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, maybe talking you off a ledge as I had to do a little bit to Christian Garrick of WWL Radio when I went on with them the other day for a three-game losing streak for the Pelicans, kind of pushing them out of playoff contention. But there's still a lot of big things to talk about, a lot of fun with Zion, and frankly, games are just fun. We are not used to having fun games in March and probably into April, so this is welcome in my opinion so subscribe to locked on pelicans wherever you get your podcast from okay it's a game day here in the crescent city as the pelicans take on the miami heat the very very good miami heat as well they've beaten the bucks twice by the way they are 40 and 22 fourth in the eastern conference they're coming in on a four game winning streak right now as well and yeah that's a pretty good team and they don't really have any injuries to speak of. The most impressive win they had recently was against the Bucks on uh, Monday when they basically shut down Giannis. Bam Adebayo, who's an all-star this year, has been, had a breakout season. He's averaging 16 points per game, 10.5 rebounds, 5 assists. He's doing this on 56% shooting from the field. No real range to speak of, but you don't need it when you do everything else that he does. He is strong. He can defend anybody, and you're going to see him on Zion basically throughout this whole game. The Heat have 
an interesting defensive style of what they try and do. They are going to hack the living hell out of Zion Williamson in this one. They did this against the Milwaukee Bucks too with Giannis where they were very physical with him and basically dared the refs to call a foul every trip down. You know, we have a history with refs here in New Orleans, but for the most part, refs don't want to be the center of attention. They don't want to be the guys out there making the show about themselves. Maybe some do. But, you know, if you force them to call a foul every single time, they're going to swallow their whistles a whole lot and just let guys play. And that's what they're banking on. And then this Heat team is going to use its physicality against you like that uh, and try and kind of push you out. And then if they do start calling fouls, they'll adjust. But I think most people are fine with Zion Williamson going to the line over him getting an easy bucket inside. So I think you're really going to see the Heat play very, very physical with them. If there's one struggle for New Orleans that really jumps out at us, it is free throw percentage. They're shooting 73% on the year. That's 28th in the league. Zion, from the charity stripe, is 64% shooter. You send him there, that's probably a win as long as your dudes aren't fouling out. Now, the Heat can kind of play that game because I don't think the refs are going to call it nearly as much. Zion is getting calls going in his favor certainly, but not to the star call extent that you see a guy like LeBron James and others. And I think teams are going to start really playing very, very physical with him. We saw the Mavs do it too. He was fouled a lot and they didn't call it because they're not going to call that many fouls for the most part, I think. So this has uh, this is the makings of a game where fans and people watching are going to be very frustrated with the officiating and the referees in this one. Jimmy Butler, still Jimmy Butler, 20 points per game, 7 rebounds, 6.3 assists. He is not shooting horribly great from deep, just 25% from there, but he gets to the free throw line nine times. He draws a ton of fouls, can be a big, big trouble. Kendrick Nunn, one of their rookies, 16 points per game. He is shooting 36% from deep on pretty solid shooting as well. He's been a bit of a breakout guy. You've also got Duncan Robinson in his second year with the Miami Heat. He just hit a ton of threes the other night. He's shooting 45% on eight attempts per game, close to four made threes per game um, for this Miami Heat team as well. And then you've got Tyler Hero off the bench, 31, or not 31, 13 points per game on 39% shooting from deep. They have some big time talent here. And then of course, Goran Dragic off the bench, leading their bench mob, 16.5 points per game, along with five assists and three boards. They do a number of things well. First one being three-point shooting. You guys heard me name some of their shooting percentages. You got to be sound on the perimeter. Otherwise, they can absolutely burn you. And that is most definitely not what you want. Defensively, I'm going to be curious to see Zion Williamson get his own offensive boards. With Bam Adebayo down there, this has been a very good rebounding team. I'm going to be curious to see if Zion's able to break that a little bit. I think it could be kind of difficult for him, um, but he also really does impress us an absolute ton um, with everything he does. Myers Leonard kind of anchors them down low a little bit as well, grabbing a couple boards, five per game. He might make things a little bit difficult for Zion with how physical this team is going to want to play him. Offensively, you can force them into turnovers. They're kind of sloppy with the ball. That kind of happens to go with just the style of play that they have. You know, Jimmy uh, Bam's averaging 13 
13 turnovers per game. You've got Butler, not 13, three. You have Butler who's given you over two um, as well as some others. So you can get those transition opportunities and get out and run. They're middle of the pack defensively, offensively. They're in the top 10, so they're going to present a challenge, particularly with some of these guys who are very good one-on-one players. And you can probably hunt that matchup with Zion, and he has not been good defensively in this one. He's also played 17 games, so I don't think he necessarily should. This is going to be a tough one. It's really kind of as simple as that. And we'll see how it goes. I think you're going to see Zion at the line a lot. I think they are going to play very physical with him. Um, And the Pelicans are going to need to hit their shots because if you're hitting threes, they're going to need to cover that and they can't double Zion all the time, which opens everything up for him a little bit more. So the team has not shot well from three these past two games. Melly's gone very, very cold. You've seen Drew be inconsistent. Brandon Ingram a little bit cold during that stretch too. Really the only good shooter has been Lonzo Ball. You need those guys to step up because you need to make those outside shots to open things up for Zion. Otherwise, it's probably going to be a really, really long night. But that's why you got to play the games. I'm excited for this one. Miami's always a fun team to play. They're a very good team. The Pelicans should be up for this one. Let's see if they've got this team kind of in their sights to get a victory here at home and get off a three-game losing streak. So we'll touch on the Timberwolves in just a minute. Please win that game. Uh, But before we do that, please leave a five-star review with a quick comment on Locked On Pelicans. I get notifications when that happens, and I appreciate you all doing it. It really does make a big difference. I can't stress that enough. It takes like 30 seconds. You can do it from many of the apps too. Whatever app you rate it from, that is a big, big thing, and I appreciate you all taking the time out of your day. It's a little annoying to break out your phone and type something in and post it. I actually mean that. That's not a sarcastic comment. Same thing for going on your computer. Everyone's busy. It's tough to find time to do that, but I would greatly appreciate it if you're all able to leave a comment and a uh, five-star review for Locked On Pelicans. And then it is rematch time. The Timberwolves on Sunday in that kind of mid-afternoon 2.30 slot. Pelicans on the road. Think they're going to be up for this game? After getting embarrassed by the Timberwolves at home the other night, you better hope so. I got to ask this on the radio on WWL 870 AM the other day, uh, kind of about how the team is improving and what you're looking for. If they come out flat against a team that whooped them before, that's a concern. And that's going to be a big concern with coaching because he needs to make sure these guys are ready for this game because they were not on um, Tuesday night. They need to go out and get this, or sorry, on Wednesday, whatever day it was when they played the Timberwolves. You need to be up for this game because you're not going to beat this team after they kind of uh, took it to you in your own building. And they hadn't been very good. Since January 11th, they had had three wins, or two wins. Now three wins when you count the Pelicans in there. You, I'm not looking for anything else. You need to lock down the pick and roll, obviously. You need to do a much better job of that. And you need to be able to hit your shots if they play a zone against you, which I'm assuming they're going to switch to for a little bit, at least to kind of show it off. I don't know if they'll go as long of a stretch as they did against the Pels. You need to find a way to break it. Going into the teeth of that isn't going to do you a whole lot of good. You need to hit shots, get them out of that, because you go into the teeth of it, you're just going to miss things. That's how it goes. We saw it. They could not work the ball inside at all unless Zion goes full-on wrecking ball, which, hey, maybe try it for a possession or two, but hit 
your shots. They're going to need to shoot well in this game. It's kind of as simple as that. Defensively, yeah, lock down the pick and roll. Communicate. Have a plan and stick to that plan. You did not see them do that the other night against the Timberwolves in the loss, and it's why D'Angelo Russell and others kind of went off against this team. Should not have happened whatsoever. But the big thing is, are you going to come out flat or are you going to be fired up for this? You might be a little tired. You're playing the Heat. Then you're traveling up to Minnesota. You'll have kind of Saturday to rest, but then it's an early game on Sunday. You can kind of throw your body, your rhythm off. You need to be ready for this one. Basically, every game, if you want to make the playoffs, is more or less a must win. They're going to need to go something like 15-5 and five over these final 20 games. You know, you might lose to the Heat, but then you have the Clippers and Jazz coming up. So if you don't want this losing streak to hit seven games, potentially, you need to win this one against the Timberwolves. You need to show everybody something. I don't think it's make a break for their season or like anything, but certainly you don't want to see them lose this one in any sort of fashion like they did the other night. That was a bad loss. I'm not going to try and justify it because I don't think there's any reason to justify it. The Timberwolves, since they traded for D'Angelo Russell, have a negative 3.8 net rating. They're still not a good team. You need to beat that bad team if you want to get into the playoffs. That is a sign of growth. They've been good against bad teams too, so having that letdown there is even more disappointing because we know they're so much better than what we saw. So you've got to get this one. I think one just to kind of put everyone at ease over how things have gone recently. We don't need to do any other sort of preview with this one. Play hard. Play hard and make your shots. And you should win. That's really all there is to it in this one. And that's going to be all there is to it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all on Monday to recap the weekend. 